You're listening to Mississippi Ghost and Cryptids Podcast, where we discuss all things paranormal. Welcome, guys, to another episode of MGC Podcast with my co-host, Bigfoot Bobby, <laughs> Terrier 51, you like that? And Creepy Chris, because I'm unoriginal. And we're going to talk about... Well, it's good to have you back, finally. Oh, well, you know what? Welcome back, Chris. Yeah. I had to use some of my PTO. Yes, you did. And that means... Podcast time off. (laughs) (laughs) That means nothing. Happy Taco Tuesday. Oh, shit. She beat me to the punch. (laughs) Taco Tuesday. Hope everybody... That'll do it for this episode. We are now... Going to lunch. Yes. Tacos sound good. I hope everybody had a good fourth, too. Um, We did. So... Yeah, I've been in the process of moving and fixing up my place, so because um, it's not brand new and fancy, but it's nice, but it takes a lot of effort with all this many people in my household. It does. But yep. um, anyway. Takes, so, a, takes a Chris to run a community. <laughs> wow. I would, end, <laughs> I would end civilization if that were up to me. <laughs> So what do you have planned for us, Chris? <clears throat> um, this go around, or is this Bobby's okay. topic? So we're, no, this we're, is not Bobby's so topic. We're actually currently running an OnlyFans uh, oh podcast. Oh, don't, don't start oh there. We're do all, not start there. We're, we're all naked right now. <laughs> we're all sitting here in front of each other. No, we're... Mm-mm. With, okay, a robe. Okay, thanks. Uh, I was going to say, you don't, toga, don't, lie to them. don't lie to them, Chris. Toga, 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 toga. <laughs> I got to find my glasses. Okay. Me too. But for real, while, we, um, while we're airing out our pieces and parts, um, we're going to talk about um, a controversial... Sorry, Mom. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know what happens in the recording studio stays in the recording studio. I just had to let everybody know. Just Until we get a camera. Give them a terrible visual of this. Yeah, that would be a terrible <laughs> visual. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> I can't even think straight. So we're going to be talking about a controversial subject that some people are very pro and some are very anti. And that's okay. You're entitled to your own opinion. And we will have a forewarning probably midway to the end of all of this if you don't have your own and that is the Ouija board yeah don't like it and it is comprised uh, when we say Ouija it's not Ouija it's Ouija right it's actually two words one is French for yes and one is German for yes for yes so it means yes yes which kind of contradicts the yes no not we we on the board not we we it was originally it was originally the wee wee board. <laughs> yeah, speaking of wee wees, <laughs> speaking of wee wees, I looked down and I was very disappointed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we don't have a wee wee, so that's cool. They didn't call it the hoo ha board. You know, for sure. <laughs> Do I know for sure? No, I, I don't know. Looking, I, I, I looked under the table here, and I'm, I'm, I think I can. I think You're I can. Picking um, pencils up off the floor. Picking, I'm just. Uh, I got my old <laughs> chewing gum under the table. To... <laughs> so we <laughs> we will be talking about 
the Wii Wii board. Which was sold as a game. It was sold as a game. It was actually a concept in like 1890. Right, but it was brought about <clears throat> from people having seances, and it was no way to It was, period, because right? that was the height of seances in the time. People would um, gather in their homes, and it was, unfortunately, the way it worked <clears throat> is it was mostly wealthy people. And they um, they gathered together, like the higher the higher falutin people mm-hmm. in society would gather at someone's house, and uh, they would have um, they would either have a medium, or they would do it on their own. And the purpose of this board, and I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with a Ouija board. It was wooden at the time; it wasn't like cardboard or whatever. But it was a it was a wooden board, and you have a yes a no at the very top and then you have a series of numbers and letters throughout the middle of it and then you have um, goodbye at the very bottom and I'm assuming hello is how you start it because there is no hello on the board right and it was um, it was a concept of how to communicate with the deceased and people would try to contact not just random people but loved ones but they would circle around a table seance fashion and they would let the board do their work, purportedly. Yeah, I with the little planchette. With a little planchette. That way. So a planchette is like a kind of an upside down heart, teardrop shaped, originally wooden, not plastic. Um, oracle. You know why it was wooden? I mean, why it was heart shaped? No. And what, why is it? Tell us. I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh, Jesus. oh, why it was heart shaped? Yeah, I think it was in design the way the um, the board was. You know, having its filigree mm-hmm. and its design and whatnot. Because it was the original boards were done. Um, they were handmade, right? Like there was no like like fast produced. You know, this was not a Parker brother type thing at this time. And they um they had a very um they had a very specific font. For the um, letters and numbers, and they had, you know, as I said, the filigree and the artwork on the board and whatnot. And they were, um, and if you can find an original one, they're worth like a bunch of money. And the planchette was wooden, and it had um, had like a like a cutout in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Not the original ones. The original ones, the the pointer of the upside down heart, as I call it, is what would point to the number or letter. Later. Uh, more specifically, they would have like a a glass eye, yeah, a window, like a window. And to be more specific with whomever you're trying to contact, that would go right over the you know the number of letter. So basically, that's the way they were thinking. But what if it was actually still using the pointer to point to things instead of? I'm assuming if you went too high on the board, it wouldn't make any sense. Well, now, most of the boards don't make sense anyway. Right, and I mean. Personally, and I have not used it since I was 12 or 13, mm-hmm. I got one as a birthday present when I was like 8 or 9 years old. Like, that's how cool my parents are. And um, it was all fun and games. Like, I don't think they actually wanted me to contact the dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Chris, ruin your life. Ruin your life, like ruin your life you before you turn uh, 10. Um, but it was um, it was fun. And see, the premise of it, it was invented for... Now it goes be, it goes before this. Now we're just talking about the board itself, but you know if you want to do like a makeshift board, you can do like Scrabble pieces mm-hmm. and a glass upside down glass. 
people would touch the glass. The glass would act as the, you know, the planchette or oracle. Right. I've heard them using pizza boxes to do it. Yes. They have pizza boxes. Pizza boxes, yes. You know what you can use? Um, you know, the, you know, like, was it was a Domino's. They used to come with a little uh, table in the middle. Oh, yeah, the little, the little, the little thing, thing yes, that kept from crushing. Yeah. you can use that as the planchette. <laughs> oh shit! You know, the board actually had a patent. It did. It did in the late eighteen hundreds. It had yeah. a patent because there were copies of it. People were ripping. Um, oh my god, what this dude's name? Uh, they were ripping him off because the the original idea. Of the physical board and planchette was 1890. It wasn't until the latter part of that century, which was, I mean, we're talking within 10 years, um, it became like a huge hit. It was $1.50. Which is probably a lot of money then. I mean, yeah. Well, this is coming from the Smithsonian website. Uh huh. They actually have an article and stuff on it. Oh, I see. Okay. It's like, wow. I didn't realize they had a patent. Mm-hmm. It did. That's so do you crazy. think? Do you think it was more because it was made out of wood, um, compared to now the boards being made out of cardboard and stuff like that? Well, there is a company that I came across that they do make reproduction. Oh, I forgot his last name. Uh, it's William something, but um, his um, the boards are designed to be exact replicas of um the original like 1890s. Oh. Yeah. And I found one. It's actually a company eBay. This man actually makes these from scratch. And he, what he does is he either, you have the option of either having him paint it manually, mm-hmm. like the lettering numbering, or he actually scores it on there like with hot. Oh, wow. You know, with like like lettering. And his, it's, it's amazing. He even like stains it mm-hmm. and gives it kind of that aged look. Right. And it looks so original. It's, it's, it's incredibly captivating. Um, but I mean, you pay a little bit of money for that. Um, well, I you do, pay money for anything kind of made from homemade wood that somebody does sure, into anyway. Absolutely, because it's kind of a dying uh, mm-hmm. thing. Dying it's art. Dying art. So, anyway, I've been talking my head off. Y'all go. No, ahead. no, I'm, I'm keep going. I'm doing research. You were telling me about the <laughs> doing research. Doing the, the I'm just yet? spitting this off the top of my head. So, um, all right. So I was given this board. I said like eight or nine years old, something like that. And um, I remember my dad specifically telling me it's the, um, how do you put it? It was the um, the influence mm-hmm. that it had. Because the way our psyche works is if we will it to a certain letter, then one person in the room holding that planchette will either, either they're doing it purposely or indirectly, it will travel to that letter or number. So it's like the, um, it's like the, the act of suggestion, if that makes sense. I think it was a way to make money because they just moved it to how they thought they wanted to hear the answer. That's okay. what I'm quite glad too. Especially if you had a moderator in the room. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and this kind of goes back to where we were saying that about the wee wee board. Apparently there's a contradiction about that. Okay. Um, okay. It was originally called the talking board, by the way. Storyboard, yep. Talking board, talking storyboard. Talking board, yes. But uh, they said that... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, Lord. And if you're going to talk, have your shit together. Let's have it. a commercial. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> 
says that uh, they did not have the Ouija board yet, and the Kindred Talking Board lacked a name. Contrary to the popular belief that Ouija is not a combination of the French for yes, we, and the German ja, Merch, based on his research, it was Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters. Leave it to a woman, sorry. Who was a strong medium (laughs) who supplied the now instantly recognizable handle. Sitting around the table, they asked the board what they should call it. The name Ouija came out. And, and through that, when they asked what it meant, it meant good luck. Or good good. We? Yeah. We. Good. Yeah. We. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck. Well, then here we go. Once again, we're relying on, at that point, a spirit to tell us what the name of the board is. Give yeah. me a freaking break. Well, I do believe in some instances that people have actually contacted things. So She apparently, Peters acknowledged that she was wearing the locket bearing the picture of a woman named Ouija. Oh, mm, I wonder. Above hmm. her head, so that's wait, the story that some... emerged from the Ouija founder's letters. Okay, I never heard it. This is somebody's name was actually Ouija? A woman's name. See, once again. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Adam and the apple, man. I tell you. Did Adam eat the apple? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Yeah, he did. See? Go on. Y'all just so easily lead. <laughs> <laughs> lead? No, y'all lead into that temptation thing. We lead into it? You really lead. We read. We read. You've <laughs> so, led into it. You led in, right. It's so easy to be led into so it. So let's, in, let's go into this a little bit deeper. Okay. okay. Let's go deeper. <sighs> That's what you said. So, mm-hmm. um... So the um, the Ouija board, which was originally intended to contact the deceased, has a caveat. You don't know who you're talking to. We good? Well, yeah, we're yeah. All good. yeah. Okay. Unless it uh, tells you, unless you ask for its name and it gives you a name, uh, that doesn't mean anything. I could tell you my name is is David, and you would be like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I've been knowing you for like 10 years. You can... Exactly. (laughs) Well, supposedly... Exactly. Exactly. So we don't know who we're talking to, specifically, if, if, and only if, this planchette on the Ouija Ouija board is moving on its own. Yeah, there is no physical interaction with it between (laughs) us, and it moves... I I will say this, and I've never said this before in... My life. If I were to do another Ouija ceremony of, mm-hmm. of, of sorts, mm-hmm. per, uh, and, and if you were I, given the chance, if I was it. given the chance and I had it in front of me, I would trust the two of you not to, to not it. to not to not move the, the planchette. I wouldn't touch it. He's Terry's not going to touch it. I'd touch it. But what I'm saying is, in theory, in theory, if we, yeah. if we yeah. were to do this right now, I would trust the two of you not to move it. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I wouldn't go. To a yeah. seance or whatever, no. and else. have someone else right. physically I mean, interact you have to, you with have the to, board. You have to figure people 100 plus years ago, were they that gullible or were they just desperate? Now, there there a lot were, of, I would say there was a lot of desperation. There was a lot of desperation. There was a lot, a lot of, of yeah. heartache. Lot we of had a lot of post Civil War. Mm-hmm. Well, right? And you got to figure also, at that point, we weren't living as long as we are now. No, no, no we sure mm-hmm. people we sure, were so dying hard. at young ages right. for mysterious diseases that they didn't understand. Right. We, we, so we had we, yeah. had we had plagues. We had um, COVID in, in between. Now we got <laughs> oh, COVID. Sorry. We, were, we were in between uh, warfare. Yeah, right. Right. So it, literally, the time this was made was almost the halfway mark between the Civil War and World War One. Right. Right. 
right? And this is this is a domestic thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to our outside listeners, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to have or experience, you know, that's this board. Um, it was invented in the states. Um, yeah. So it was it was a domestic thing for us at least. Now I'm not now now I'm sure through other cultures, this idea has been around for centuries. Because we have like the moving pendulum. Right. I right. Mean, yeah, there was, yeah. Well, there's then, been yeah several other civilizations that want to talk to right. people who have passed on. Right. Right. And they've tried several means to do it. I honestly still haven't found a true. Well, I was going to say that's, know, what, that's, that's why with the me. shamans, you know, and stuff like that, well, and, yeah. and different cultures, and and um, the witch doctors, and you know that mm-hmm. they were contacting these spirits to, you know. Well, and then medicine men are supposed to be able to yeah. have talked to spirits. They're supposed and to, gu- right? Getting guidance, and a lot and of medicine men were shamans. Yeah, you know, because it kind of fell one in the same. Because we didn't have a doc. When you say the term doctor, that's mm-hmm. actually a very new term. Right. Right. Because right. we we had a he- healer, healers, yeah, healers, healers, healers were the were the you know that was yeah. the fashion. So let me go back right to what this is. Same thing on topic. This is through Smithsonian here, mm-hmm. and it states um, it was marketed as both a myth- mythical oracle mm-hmm. and as family entertainment. Right, fun with an element of otherworldly excitement. That's how. Yeah, that's how if you sit there, yeah. and I mean, you think about that. Well, also, it says this meant that it wasn't only spiritualists who bought the board. In fact, the people who disliked the Ouija board the most tended to be spirit mediums. Right. So they they just found their job in the spiritual middleman cutout. So it was because someone without. See, when you think about this, and this is kind of screwed up, you have someone who doesn't have any real experience. They're basically a, a. uh, a sale like snake oil and mirrors, you know, yep. smoke yep. and whatever. Salesmen, they come, they bring this board. Okay, nobody's really seen this thing before. Now we're t- we're talking mm-hmm. hundred plus years ago, right? Right. Nobody's seen this thing, and who knows? I mean, magnets, you know, uh, yeah. uh, magic, magic in the fat in the in the in the term of um, fiction meaning mm. you know the, the trick of the eye trick right. of the yeah. Hand, yeah yeah was very much a thing right oh know? yeah that was very prevalent it was back very there. it was very prevalent so combine those two things and say you know a typical séance that we have you know people were catching pictures of ectoplasm coming out right oh uh, right i mean Which were tricks you, of photography you, right but i mean if you do think about it that's a lot of thought put into it's a lot of thought but you know what it gave them wealth yeah, if it made money, you're going to yeah. continue to do well, it. I mean, and a lot, of, it was, I mean, a lot of stuff was built off of con artists big time. Oh, right. yeah, it was. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, it kind of ruined it. So, you know, it was accepted. It's Houdini was, it was trying to discredit. He was. He was a, a Houdini was his own, he was his own biggest skeptic, mm-hmm. you know. But he was, a, um, that's one of the reasons why he was one of the best magicians ever, ever alive. Because he could perform something that no one else could figure it out. But he was equally skeptical of himself and mm-hmm. other magicians. Right. That's why he became, you know, the best. I didn't know this. Also, Smithsonian stated in 1920, National Wire Services reported that it would be crime solvers were turning to the Ouija board for clues. Right. So, modern day, 
police sometimes and only sometimes go to physical mediums and have been, yes. and have, been, have had and have, have had luck yes, yes, they they have. Had, they've had luck and they have closed some very yeah. right. really awful cold case files right. well and i hate to say it it's kind of like in the paranormal field like what that's going to investigate in someone's home mm-hmm. when we go out there we know that there's other paranormal groups that have have done stuff to trick these people into believing right and we come and, in you know, and, and it kind of sucks and, because we because come in the, and we're like no, uh, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, this is not what, we, I don't think so. And, I'll, right. and I remember there's sometimes where I'm having a cigarette on the porch and the homeowner is also having one too. And I'm the only one in the group who was smoking. So I had basically one-on-one time right. with the with the homeowner or one of, you know, one, mm-hmm. one of the two couples and our, one of the two of the couple, excuse me. And, um, you know, we would have like a very personal conversation about a lot of this. And mm-hmm. I would tell them a lot of my opinions and I would kind of like let them know, look, I know this is what you seen and you heard, but mm-hmm. I think we I think we can figure this out, and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just this, that's just the debunking skepticism person in me. Yeah, okay. and if it's truly in my mind, how I'm computing all this stuff, right. if it's something that I truly can't explain, I will be completely honest with you. Right, and that's what and that's where a lot of times you know that we've been able to go back and do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the same. Both for mediums, there are true people out there that have this. There are, I really I believe so. There are definitely people. There, there are definitely people who. Know, they're not going to tell your whole life story because I don't think it works that way. Right. So I just don't. I'm not sensitive in any way, shape, or form. Me either. But I, I do believe. I, I and what sucks is I really do think the whole mediumship thing is like a ninety ten, maybe an eighty five fifteen. Meaning the higher percentage mm-hmm. are phonies. Well, I think that I don't think, I think there's that many people, true. Well, it's kind of like being an empath or you know, mm-hmm. or sensitive. I think that you've learned to pick up on people's body language mm-hmm. and cues. Well, th- that but that's well, but that's also psychological. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you know, and so they can sit there and they pick up on that. Mm-hmm. But yet, there's real people out there no, that there actually are. feel those emotions and, and, there and have are. that oh, and yeah. go through that. And they mention that in bl- biblically, they mentioned this. Mm-hmm. And we have we had. Some people with that building right. in the group, yeah, we, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and we're spot on. Yeah, it was spot on, mm-hmm. and it was proven mm-hmm. through hard evidence right. with our equipment and all that. Um, because or research, even getting research and coming up, and then pulling research. Yeah. Right, we had several instances of EVP sessions. Like someone mentioned, "Hey, no, nah, I'm hearing this. Right. This person's mm-hmm. name." Right. Mm-hmm. Research after the fact, right. and yeah, that and, and, and the thing the is, going back know. to the Ouija board thing. See, that would be amazing if we were able to use something like that. That's kind of a tool, and it were to line up with something else, not relying. Excuse me, not relying solely on that. Not have to have your soul ripped right. out or repossessed, or open the gates of hell. Yep. You know, sometimes that you might carry be someone fun. else around with you, right? So yeah, yeah. Because basically, what we have now, okay. So that's that's the that's the cautionary tale with this is that if you decide to use one of these, understand that it very much can be a portal or gateway to opening up to. I'm not going to say demonic, even though it is a possibility, but to some very bad entities coming in, and they are going to lie to you because that is their window. Yeah, that that would be a. It's a window. Now, anything can be a window, but that's a very big window. Because you're, it's more like a doorway. Because you're physically interacting with an object and allowing someone else to essentially move your hands to give them yeah, their answer. They well, this are. is the thing, though. When yeah. you've got three people sitting down 
say all three of us are lightly mm-hmm. touching the planchette. Mm-hmm. Is that three separate ones coming through? No, I believe it would be the same one. Or is it one using the energy it's, from it's, all three? Right, that's what it is. It's Okay, so in theory, that's, that's the connection between the three of us. That's why mm-hmm. we all have to physically hold it. Mm-hmm. And somehow the planchette, which is made of plastic at this point in time, doesn't make any sense to me. That's what I said, the wood was more... The wood would make more sense. Yeah. Or actually, something like metallic would make more sense. Something that metal and conductive. More, right. right. But it's the, the premise behind it is that the energy from the three of us, or five, or 15, or 30 people, all playing Twister and all holding the thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. like that visual? Mm-hmm. I okay, like so, that um, visual. So, <laughs> so, so with the three of us, it's the shared energy between the three of us that creates like sort of a beacon for someone to, or something to come down. I was going to say, flip the light on, it's getting dark in here. What? I like the dark. I do, I do like the dark myself. Other one. But I was just there sitting here thinking, okay, is something going on with my eyeballs? What's going yes. on? It's all sudden getting well, it's about to no, rain. because we're about to have thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah for, for our local yeah. listeners, I think, y'all, I think y'all are well aware that it has been raining like Forever. almost oh. every Somebody, freaking day. Exactly. We should have been building an ark. I'm pretty sure we it's so have bad. The ark. Like in Biloxi, just from my move, like I don't, this is the reason why I don't like miss Biloxi too too much because there are lots of flooded. I mean, lots yes. of flooded areas. Yes. It is so bad, and I'm like, I don't miss now. I, I have to travel in a work truck with that, <laughs> but I'm not. I don't have to take my tiny little Prius through that shit. It floats because it's, it's a turtle. It's a ghost turtle. You're the one that said it, not me. Every time I, I so okay, going back to <laughs> planchette, but if, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, Bobby, and, and cut you off because you were going to talk about even something you, that floats. Even though Bobby has a backlit screen on her freaking computer, look, all I noticed is my eyes. I was like, "What the hell is going on? <laughs> what did I eat last night?" <laughs> well, it's not, anyway, it's not a sight. That's more of a smell. Yeah, that might have to be on Patreon. But anyway. <laughs> Visit our OnlyFans page. We don't have an OnlyFans page. <laughs> Visit Bobby's OnlyFans page. I don't have one either. Bobby has people that listen to this. So I just learned today that OnlyFans <coughs> is not just dirty shit. Like, you can actually do other things. <laughs> <laughs> oh. is, I don't check this crap out. He only looks for the dirty stuff. Is what he's saying. But, uh, no, I don't. That's yes, what I was, that's what yes, I was saying. Because so, I would have known that. Going back to our scenario, say three of us touching it. Mm-hmm. Would? Yeah. Because we touched New theme song. it. We touched Would it. the whatever happens to be answering mm-hmm. with that have more interaction with the person that asked the question or someone else that is more open to receiving That's a very the good energies? question. That's a very well, good question. Um, so say, you think say if we are... Opened? I would say you'd be the most open of me and Chris. That would be a really cool... I would say no. Because... With help from, yeah, I can kind of block and ground now. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that would be the issue. If you, if you weren't grounded mm-hmm. and right. you were open, right. and plus I I am just naturally skeptical of that situation, so I don't right. think right. I would be accepting what would be happening. Mm-hmm. I, would it fall back on? So if I ask the question, but you're more open to accept the answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because I'd be the one believing more you, about it. Would, yeah, would it would it tend to <laughs> would it tend to go say, okay, I have a better interaction with you because I hardly got any answers in oh, EVP no. sessions. It took me forever to get touched, so I doubt that. Mm. Yeah, you, you know it's, it did. It took forever uh, for me to be able to touch that. Though, you have, so I will say I think you have I was to tip grounded. your waiter. 
So that's actually a good point. That's a really good point. Like, is it the person asking the question or is it someone amongst the, the crew? Think about how many loved ones that we have. And we, mm-hmm. we, we all have. Yeah. And y'all, yeah. had, y'all had two very close passings mm-hmm. recently. Um, who is looking to talk to us and how they are not able to do it easily? Right. And then maybe they want to. It could be something, it'd be a very yeah. simple message. And it, it, they probably don't have the ability to, you know, basically um, pick up a raccoon in the backyard, cut its throat, take its blood, and paint on the wall right. whatever the message they have, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you used raccoon instead of neighbor's cat. I'm glad that that scenario came up. I would have wanted a possum, but okay. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or, or like when you get out the shower and the, the mirror's fogged up and, and, the, and somebody starts writing, right? on it, but it's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Have Thank Thanks, you. Chris. Chris. I love raccoons. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of want one as a pet. Mm-hmm. I have oh. a stuffed one. Oh, I mean, sorry, yeah. Peter. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a beanie baby one, not a. But yeah, taxidermy. so so it makes you because you ha- you've heard stories and we've heard right. stories. Right. We ha- have no idea if it's true that someone's been possessed by after using Ouija right, or bad things zone. have been happening. Blah, 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 blah. As we know at Hollywood, they've taken. Even, there's even a movie called that, right? Yeah. So every time we see this happening. We see it all in extremely negative fashion, but that's which the, is very opposite of well, in 1890 to right, 19, and right. 1930s. And that, that goes for just the paranormal field itself. Itself. How many documentaries are out there or stories of Bigfoot attacking people? Right. Well, no, Almost because every movie documentary, yeah. Bigfoot attacks. Blah, 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 blah. Well, shit, there, like, was a, there was right. a show Come called on. Killing Bigfoot. Bigfoot. My God. Mm-hmm. Why uh, would you want? I mean, like, I, I, I'm not saying that I'm like fully subscribed to the whole Bigfoot thing, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to kill him or yeah. her. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, that just popped in my head is like, okay, we it, we're using it. Mm-hmm. I am naturally skeptical. Yeah. Would, yeah, it, no. would it go to the easier person who's more accepting of the answers? Right. I think and that, I think there's so many with variables with it. Well, then too though, if it is, from what I've understood though, is everybody kind of gets affected by the Ouija board. That, Everyone that's that, had that's had a, that you know put their stories out there for podcasts and stuff like that, uh-huh. right? And then we it's also been everyone that's actually used the board had that's had it. They've, so used negative. It. they've used it. Right. So if they weren't, if they weren't, if they were just observing in the room, nothing, right? See, I would like to do it with the thing, but to just try one one time, just to, and probably that would be my one time. That I'll tell you the last time I've used it. This is to a, have the deprivation thing going on where you don't, you can't hear, right? You can't see, right? And you have you, to have a camera, it, and somebody else, somebody else would have to, and uh, the other person is the same you. way would be like this too. Yeah. And all you're doing is you're just providing the energy for it. You're just putting your finger on it. That if would it be moves, that moves, would be an excellent. And there's um, one person that with the group that has their their finger. Mm-hmm. And they can, and then somebody else on the outside asks the question. So it's just the three like people in a separate there. room, right? And the three people there, they're the plan. You check. know, there is a way we could also do it is by hanging a pendulum down. Yeah. With, so there's no physical interaction. See if that pendulum will interact and move Towards to the wherever. location. Right. The yes or no. And see, the odd thing about it is that the pendulum didn't require anybody touching it. Exactly. Well, well you, hold you the would chain. still hold the chain, so that would be your energy. I'm talking oh. you suspend it from the ceiling via string. Do you remember in our past yeah, paranormal just have we, it we move? Generate, we've already said that. We already generate energy and give off yeah. energy, so therefore energy would already be there. In the room Do you all remember us. in our past paranormal group, like years ago, I forgot who brought it, but it was basically like this glass thing with the pendulum yes. in it. 
and yes. the little round LED light yes. mm-hmm. illuminating it. Yeah. And yes. no one was allowed to touch the thing. Right. right. And that was a cool idea. Same thing I, with the, the wind chime on the inside. With the wind chime. Yep, that's yep, that was cool. Yeah. It was a cool idea. I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. That'd be very... Because, I mean, wind... I mean, there's a reason why it's called a wind chime, because wind affects the metal. But that would be interesting to see that... Yeah, it, and it was simply used, uh, if you are here, can you make that right. move? Because right. we're... And what, theory, I'm, okay. what I'm describing is like, a, think about a... Like a Mason jar. Well, it was a... Well, big, no, big, it was big. It was like a... It was like a pickle, pickle jar. No, no, it was actually like a cake. It, it, had, a, it had a pedestal and a lid. I'm thinking of the cake jar. I mean, the cake jar. I'm thinking I'm of thinking the pickle jar. No, this, this, this was like a... Uh, think of a small cake holder. Nope, I didn't see that. I one. remember see that, that one? one, and it had a it had like a little pedestal. I mean, a little small, like you know, mm-hmm. like a, but it had a very tall lid, and it was all glass, complete mm-hmm. glass. Thing was completely translucent, and from the very middle of the glass held either a pendulum or wind chimes, mm-hmm. and you'd set it down, and then of course we worked in the dark, so there was like a round circular like LED. That must have been the other group you were in. First group. <laughs> I bet, I think, oh my I think, god! I, I, I will say I think it was with the first group. It, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was the first group. Yeah, because you know like, what? Mm, got, Ten years ago, got my uh, mind thinking now because I'm thinking more than that. This was like I'm thinking about that. What if we didn't do that? What if we um, have the like the little round circle, mm-hmm. but put the letters on the around the outside of it? I have the I, little stand like we use for the mics here. To hold the pendulum over that mm-hmm. and have it hang down, and then so, see if something moved it to yeah, the letters. Yeah, we could do that too. And see, and going back to what you were stating, these people probably don't want to hear about our planning for future cases. But anyway, yeah, we can. We can let us know. We can then at that point put a camera on it and ask questions from another room. Yes, yes. The unfortunate thing is if the entity is stuck in. To the room that we have exactly. activity, we wouldn't have right. It would have to be an intelligent haunt. We'd have well, to I mean, instruct it to please. Could you answer questions? There's so many that device and, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, my whole thing is that you're you're still. It's, we're never known if they're omnipresent anyway or not. Nah, yeah. I mean, we would have to find a very active area to even consider. We this. know of active areas to use in. No, we would. But I'm saying in theory, we couldn't. Like, we couldn't do this in. in it, right in here Terry's in house. Why not? Yeah. Well, we couldn't do it at, well, a, at a new investigation. No, you're right. I mean, that, that goes back. Goes back to somebody, that goes back around. to where hauntings are located. It has doesn't have to do with a new house well, or an old house. No, it could be it could be someone following us personally. I mean, but also it it would be a better tested at a known haunted location, right. which is an intelligent haunt. Mm-hmm. And if if we just instructed it, hey, blah 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 blah. But anyway, yeah. so in closing. <laughs> We didn't even get anywhere near. No, we. Thing. I feel like we almost need to have like a part two. session two. I think it needs a session two. Yeah, we're all about thirty-five minutes, so we don't want to keep everybody yeah, going too long. So okay, we're gonna we're gonna dig a little bit more into yeah, this. We will have a part two with more details just around the Ouija board itself. Yeah, not our ideas about what to do. As we deviated again from the topic <laughs> to what hey, this do. is what we're gonna be doing. That's <laughs> what we do. So, all right, everybody. Y'all take Enjoy. Care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. And remember, sometimes the paranormal can still be normal. Follow MGC Podcast on Facebook and YouTube.